let us pray thank you loving father for an opportunity for us to go through your word and to also be partakers of those who are living we are grateful for your watch care over us for protection and guidance we are grateful for security for health for food and shelter and clothing for the work of your spirit in our hearts and our lives for the watch care of your holy angels and for all the agencies and effort you have put in our life to lift us out of our sins and to prepare for us a place where we can come and dwell with you we are grateful for these things grant us of your spirit now as we study your word lift us higher draw near to us and let us draw near to you to the end that we will be more like our savior jesus christ thank you lord for answering our prayers in jesus name i've prayed amen our high calling november 23 the stamina of pure religion and i will walk at liberty for i seek thy precepts psalms 119 verse 45 there are some who talk in a regretful way concerning the restraints that the religion of the bible imposes upon those who would follow its teachings they seem to think that restraint is a great disadvantage but we have reason to thank God with all our heart that he has raised a heavenly barrier between us and the ground of the enemy. There are certain tendencies of the natural heart that many think must be followed in order that the best development of the individual may result. But that which man thinks essential, God sees would not be the blessing to humanity which men imagine, for the development of these very traits of character would unfit them for the mansions above. The Lord places men under test and trial, that the dross may be separated from the gold, but he forces none. He does not bind with fetters and cords and barriers for they increase disaffection rather than decrease it. Genuine religion does not have a narrowing influence. It is a lack of religion that cramps the faculties and narrows the mind. Religion is an active working principle and furnishes a stamina sufficient for the stern realities of life. Religion ever imparts power to its possessor to restrain, control, and balance the character and intellect and emotions. It has a power to persuade, entreat, and command with divine authority all the ability and affections. Religion, oh, I wish we all understood its workings. It lays us under the weightiest obligations. As we connect ourselves with Christ, we solemnly pledge ourselves to walk as Christ walked. It is our privilege to show forth the praises of him who hath called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. 
the Lord's way must be kept, and his way is exalted in righteousness. Christians, in their manner and words and character, are to reveal their heavenly extraction. We are never to apologize to the world for being Christians and daring to be right. Pure religion brings peace, happiness, contentment. Godliness is profitable to this life and the life to come. Amen. title is The Stamina of Pure Religion. What is pure religion, first of all, before we understand its stamina? Well, before I go into that, the summary of this whole of the devotion is to make us rejoice in pure religion and not to see it as a disadvantage to us. The devotion is addressing a mindset of Christians who may think that pure religion is a restraint to their development. But from this devotion, we seek to understand that pure religion is not a restraint to our development, but it is for our best good. So we look at the advantages of pure religion so that we can admire it and embrace it and not run away from it. So what is pure religion? The Bible in the book of James chapter 1 verse 27 says pure religion is pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. It has the active part and the passive part. It has the part that it does and that it does not do. Pure religion will make us to be a blessing to those around us. We will visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction. And not just the fatherless and widows, of course, anyone at all in affliction. Pure religion will cause us to bring out the bounties of our hearts and our large affections towards people. To lift them up out of degradation into a life of purity to lift them out of their afflictions and bring cheerfulness and joy into their lives and while doing that it will make us to stay away from anything that will bring a spot into our lives that's why it says to keep ourselves unspotted from the world the world the world 1 john chapter 2 verse 15 love not the world neither the things of the world for if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, or like the New English translation says, the arrogance that comes from possessing material things. For all these is of the world and not of the Father. So, pure religion restrains us from participating in the things of the world james 1 verse 27 it keeps our us unspotted so that the lust of the eyes does not have a hold on us that the lust of the flesh does not have a hold on us the pride of life does not 
put a spot, must not put a spot on our lives. And while we are avoiding those things, we are also actively being a blessing to those around us. Pure religion. It constrains us, restrains us from participating in evil. And that's why pure religion is the same thing as the love of Christ. Because in the book of 2 Corinthians 5 verse 14, we read, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. Pure religion is the love of Christ. Pure religion has its foundation in the love of Christ. It is what makes us to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. It is what constrains us. We practice pure religion because we love Christ. We practice pure religion because of what Christ did for us on the cross. The love that Christ showed on the cross is what makes me to visit the fatherless and the widow in their affliction. It's what makes me to say, I will not crucify the Son of Man afresh, so I will keep myself unspotted from the world. But the problem is that because people do not have this foundation, that's what I think, when we forget the reason we are practicing pure religion, we begin to murmur and complain about it. We start to think that it is a a disadvantage to us. It is restraining us from achieving our true capacities, from being who we need to be, from achieving the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. Let me give an example. Here in the devotion we read, there are certain tendencies of the natural heart that many think may must be followed in order that the best development of the de- of the individual may result but that which man thinks essential god sees will not be the blessing to humanity which men imagine for the development of these very traits of character would unfit them for the mansions above there are some characters that we have largely in the ascendancy we are very good at these things but yet to develop such characters will will make us not to go to heaven to develop such characters would unfit us for the mansions above it says they seem to think that restraint is a great disadvantage but we have reason to thank god with all our hearts that he has raised a heavenly barrier between us and the ground of the enemy let me give an example i think some have the ability to dance some have the ability to rap they are good at it all of us have abilities that if we develop them will debar us unfit us from the mansions above i have the ability to rap i have the ability to sing i personally i'm speaking have many abilities which i have to suppress why because if i develop them it will unfit me for the kingdom of God. Like I said, some have the ability to dance in this worldly manner, break dancing and all those kind of things. Not just break dancing, all this dancing. Some have the ability to connect words together in such a way that it will be so fascinating that it does not bless anybody. And then they turn it to songs and raps and all that. Others have athletic abilities, which is not bad in and of itself, but when they are used, like we, we read now, 
if these things are developed and you start to use them for your own self to bring out your individuality you unfit yourself for the kingdom of god for example using these abilities for competitive sports some have the ability to turn kick a ball perfectly to throw something throw things perfectly but the more you develop these abilities and use them for these uh, competitions for example we unfit ourselves for the mansions above because we are developing it in the spirit of strife of what use is that ability to kick a ball to run around and dribble people does it have any good use in developing these abilities naturally some people have it but in developing these abilities we unfit ourselves for the mansion of god and then comes religion pure religion tells us do not develop this ability and we are not to see it as a yoke of restraint that we are to complain about as a disadvantage to us indeed it's a restraint but it is a blessing a good restraint oh i wish it was forceful although the bible says, we just read now that god does not lead people otherwise that they would choose to be led he does not bind with fetters and cords and barriers for they increase disaffection rather than decrease it genuine religion does not have a narrowing influence it is a lack of religion that cramps the faculties and narrows the mind what is that teaching us if you indeed have pure religion you will be like god god does not force anyone the lord places men under test and trial that the dross may be separated from the gold but he forces none and if you have pure religion you will not force anyone you will not do things in such a way that while trying to cause people to do right it creates disaffection it is a lesson that we need to learn no matter how right you are no matter how much you know according to the scriptures if someone you want to do the right thing is being is getting disaffection because of the way you are trying to make the person do the right thing you are not practicing pure religion the lord knows far better than us he loves us more than you love any human being he wants us to do right more than you want your child or your brother or your friend to do right but he never does it in a way that will create disaffection how do you create disaffection by using force we have to learn the way the lord does his things be patient and lead people gently lead people with that pure religion do not use your hands to constrain people who can i'm not talking of little children of course little children have to be restrained till when they have grown up you have to start reasoning with them babies need to be restrained little children need to be told that they are to be restrained yes but when somebody has reached a stage where they can reason they have to be reasoned with and they have to be restrained with the word of god and not with fetters and cords that is pure religion god does not do that he rather uses his word and speaks to us and we are to allow that word to restrain us and like i said it is a blessing and i i would i can submit to it you know some of us we love pure religion we want to do the right thing but to allow it come into the mind and restrain is a problem and for such we will pray oh lord please restrain me by yourself but god wants us to restrain ourselves by allowing the word to come into our lives he doesn't want us to be mere automatons to be robots he wants us to make decisions by ourselves not he making them for us 
and we also have to be careful not to make decisions for people speak to them let them know what is right then let them make the decision for themselves the same way god does to us speaks to us and then allows us to make the decision we are not to be controllers of other people's lives and telling them what to, uh, the decisions to make give them all the precepts in the word of god give them all the all the weapons they need then allow them to decide because by the time you start deciding for people you are going to take responsibility for the consequences of their decisions whether right or wrong so this is pure religion it is not something we should complain about religion ever imparts power to its possessor to restrain control and balance the character and intellect and emotions it has a power to persuade not to force entreat and command with divine authority which is the word of god all the ability and affections the only way you can command with divine authority is by by saying thus says the lord we are to persuade entreat and command with divine authority all our own abilities and our own affections religion is a good thing pure religion is good and i just pray for myself and for all who are listening someone may be struggling now and thinking that pure religion is stopping him from getting this job pure religion has stopped me from doing this and doing that why is religion such a disadvantage to me i'm doing the thing that the lord wants me to do and you're speaking about it in a regretful manner if not for pure religion if not that this and that i would have been here or there i would have been this or that i would have been a, a good footballer i have a friend who is a very good footballer but pure religion stopped him he couldn't go any further there were times when he would complain and say, oh no, I, I wish I could, but he could not. But we are not to complain, we are to be happy. We are not to speak in a regretful manner about the restraints that the religion of the Bible imposes upon us. We are to be grateful for it because if the Bible is not imposing these restraints on us, we will be left to ourselves and become the sports of the devil. Then the mansions that the Lord has prepared for us, the good things he has prepared for us in this life and in life to come, will not be ours we will miss it thank god for the restraint ask for more and more of this restraint that our lives may be kept unspotted from the world I, I, as i'm speaking i just pray that this restraint will be kept on me whether it's with fetters and cords i would even like it that way but of course we know that we have to make our decisions but let this restraint from the love of christ come to us is my prayer to keep us unspotted from the world and help us to visit the widows and the fatherless and the, all the oppressed in their affliction and to do good to all who are around us. Let us not be ashamed of pure religion. In the last statement here, it says we are not to apologize for being Christians. Very careful in that point. No one should apologize for doing the right thing. The world does not apologize when they are doing their evil. Why should you apologize? Why should you, you know, you may not apologize with your mouth, but with your attitude, you act as if you are sorry for doing the right thing. Because when you are doing the right thing, somebody else is hurt. Somebody else is troubled because you are doing the right thing. You should not feel sorry for doing right. You should be happy for doing right. And don't let anybody feel make you feel sorry after you've done the right thing. Some people will get offended. Some people will feel that you are causing their life to be miserable. Do not feel sorry for doing the right thing because you are actually blessing them. The best blessing you can give to the world is righteousness. Because your righteousness, the Bible says, is preserving the nation. Without that righteousness, this world will not be preserved. It is the best blessing you can give. So don't be apologetic about it. 
may God give us grace to speak about the restraints of pure religion in a good way, not in a regretful way, and not to be apologetic of it, to be bold about it, to speak boldly and act boldly when we know what God wants us to do. May that be our experience in Jesus' name. Amen. John wrote in the book of 1 John 3 verse 1, Behold, what manner of love the Father had bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. What manner of love that man is made to have the solidity of character which belongs to God that we can see a man and say, wow, the masterpiece of the Creator. All this is achievable by the restraints of pure religion. Jesus would say, if any man will come after me, he has to take up his cross, deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. The denial is the restraint. It is necessary that the character of Christ may be reflected in us. We have to restrain our natural tendencies, our natural emotions, our natural feelings, which may not be in line with the character of God. That's what the restraint does. It gives us control. It gives us character. It gives us balance. Without the restraint, we will be like animals. I was told a story recently about a man who was watching a football game. He was passionately in it, of course, in a dark room. And then, complainingly, the wife came and said, Honey, you're giving too much time to this thing. You're giving you, 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 all your energy, your time, your resources. The family time, she was offended. So she went and put off the TV. And this was a very important match. The husband, much more offended than herself, came and carried her, thinking to carry her into the bedroom and dump her there with his mind charged, not knowing that she, he was not heading to the bedroom, threw the wife from a five-story building and she landed with her brain splashed. What led to that disaster? An unrestrained passion, unrestrained attitude. The character of God could not be reflected there because he gave reins to his emotions. Pure religion will stop us from a much disaster. It will stop us from producing these reckless fruits of carnality and emotions. We need to walk by the principles of God. See, the Bible said that the man who can hold his spirit is greater than the man who can destroy a city. If we can put ourselves, by the grace of God, under the subjection of the Spirit of God, I believe, I understand it is the Spirit of God that places this standard or this barrier in our minds. And it is for our own good. So that we don't make a wreck. Sometimes people could be, you could be in a traveling, in a bus, and the driver refu- engages in some argument and refuses to give you what is your right. You find sometimes people stop on the way and start fighting. You see people fighting in the middle of the road. As if someone heated them up. 
tear their clothes. Even women, some have torn themselves naked because of unrestrained passion. Whereas if one was a Christian, at least one of them, and said, My Lord forbids me to enter into strife. It is better to lose. If they ask me to go one mile, better I go two miles. If they say, give me your cloak, I'll even give my cloak. If one had been restrained, that would not have resulted. Pure religion is a blessing. The last paragraph says, pure religion brings peace, happiness, contentment. Godliness is profitable to this life and the life to come. You need that happiness. I need it. You need that contentment. Oh, the writer says, I wish we all understood its workings. It lays us under the weightiest obligation. And what is that obligation? That as we connect ourselves with Christ, we solemnly pledge ourselves to walk as Christ walked. This is the object of our religion, to be as Christ. We've been bought. I pray that the Holy Spirit will enable us to fulfill this high privilege of being called the sons and daughters of the Most High. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, our loving Father, for this message you have given to us. Thank you for the restraints that you have imposed upon us with your word, with your laws, with your statutes to keep us from developing in ourselves traits of character that would unfit us for your mansions and for your kingdom. Lord in heaven, I commit both ourselves and all who are listening unto your care. Perhaps there is someone who has felt that religion is a disadvantage to them and has stopped them from achieving certain things and has stopped their individual growth. Oh Lord, please, for such a person, I pray that you would help the person that the eyes may be opened to see the blessing of pure religion. Forgive the way we have spoken in the past, in perhaps a regretful manner concerning the restraints that you have imposed upon us with your word. Open our eyes, Lord, to see these restraints as blessings, O Lord. Blessings that we will embrace with all our heart, O Lord. I wish I could embrace it. All of us embrace these restraints 100% that we may keep ourselves unspotted from the world. Today is another day, Lord. Bless us. May the restraints of pure religion be felt throughout every second of today, O Lord, that we may keep ourselves unspotted from the world and be a blessing to all those who are around us. Grant to us peace, contentment, and also help us to have that divine authority that comes from your word that will command us to reflect the image of Jesus in all that we do. Thank you, Father, for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <laughs>